Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Takedown with your host, Craig. <laughs> the nipple conversation <laughs> threw me. John. I am not going to get a picture of you tattooed anywhere on me ever for any bet. Damn it. <laughs> what do I do with my teenage boy self? And Jeff the ref. Schedule be damned. Don't to make me. me DQ. Let's get it on. Episode 13. We are finally back. Editor's note, this is actually episode 15, and we are both wrong. Finally! What the hell is going on with us, Craig? Man, there's corona. There's corona and real life stuff. Real life stuff. There's riots everywhere. Cats and dogs sleeping together. Just mass hysteria. Didn't you go on vacation? I went on vacation for a week. And and you went on vacation for like two weeks. Yeah, and Jeff... uh, well, Jeff is rehabbing his whole house. Yeah, I mean, there's just stuff going on. So we apologize that we've been spotty on and off, but we're back. We're back. And Takedown is back. Episode 13. And of course, as always, we have a shit ton to talk about. <laughs> so much to talk about. Uh, I'm Craig, joined by John. Uh, Jeff the ref is not here uh, because he, he's just not. Like he's, I, I he's, think he got caught in some of that homework de- debris or something. Probably. But probably. Uh, he will be back soon enough. So mm-hmm. those of you mm-hmm. who are, uh, you know, ref lovers. Ref lovers. I don't know any ref, of them that would. would refites? I don't know, refians? Ref, refians. Ooh, I do refians. like that. Mm-hmm. Eh, we'll work on it. <laughs> but um, if you miss Jeff, he'll be back soon. Mm-hmm. But if this is your first time. Welcome. Welcome to Takedown on the T3 Podcast Network. Those of you that have this... Apparently, Craig has informed me that (laughs) after 13 episodes on our new T3 Network... Editor's note, this is actually episode 15... And we are both wrong. Mm-hmm. We have approximately 4,500 downloads. Yeah. 4,500 people. Or at least, maybe not people, I guess, because it's not but individual people. 4,500 <laughs> times our show has been downloaded to something. By something. It could have been downloaded to a toilet. Right. We don't know, could but something down- downloaded it. Maybe my kid's iPad downloaded it and no one actually listened to it, but it was downloaded. So sure. for that, we thank you. And if you would like to download or follow our show mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. just, you know, tag along on this journey of stupidity with us. That's exactly what it is. You can follow us on all of the uh, interweb, Google Interweb Nets. socials. Do you remember yes. what those are, John, without uh, looking at my cheat sheet? Is it the the Twatter and mm-hmm. yep. the Fleshbook? Yes. And the, wait, wrong. wrong. No, wrong. don't go there. No, no, no. Don't so, go there. No, on Twitter, Facebook, yes. and uh, Instagram. Instagram, we're the socials. free network on there. TikTok, we're still on there. <laughs> until September 21st. Right, until it just goes away forever. Yeah. Until um, Trump steals it from us. But we don't talk politics. Remember, Trump is a WWF Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Don't forget, we always like to bring up, and I give credit to the wrestling life, anytime debates happened. Remember, when WWE did the storyline where Vince McMahon's limo blew up, President Donald Trump called the next day to make sure he was okay. Right. Because he cares. Because he cares. I'm also going to put out there, and once again, we're not picking, but he just makes it so easy. (laughs) Uh, Donald Trump once was a paid spokesman for Pizza Hut. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't Do forget. Do you have a Pizza Hut in your neighborhood anymore? <laughs> nope. Me either. Nope. All right. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, oh, and don't think, Biden's just as dumb. 
<laughs> they're all dumb. Let's, all dumb. Okay, so you, you know what's better? Do, wrestling. You want to do? You want to talk a little politics and wrestling? Ooh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't often watch or listen to debates. Okay. Yes. But I went back kind of like I would for wrestling, mm-hmm. and Clip Showed watched the debate between Biden and Trump last night. I mean, it couldn't have been any more exciting than a it, WWE event. It was better than a WWE yeah. event mm-hmm. because it was two kids in a parking lot trying to call each other out. Yep, just promoing the shit out of And it was hilarious. So <laughs> what I want, what, I, what I'm wishing into existence mm-hmm. is I want somebody who's much more talented than we are right. to take Trump-Biden debate mm-hmm. and put it... Like, have it voiced over by, like, Stone Cold and Rock going yes, at each other. Yes, mm-hmm. Or Macho Man and Hogan going yep, at each yep, other. Mm-hmm, and just make it, like, a promo off. Yeah, yeah, like a bad lip version, but the voices yeah, would be them. Exactly. Like Wouldn't that. that be fun? I like that a lot. So, if uh, if you're old school like I am, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. do everything through the email. Right, right. Uh, you can hit us up at the Triple T, uh, I'm sorry, Triple T Bag at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. So yep. that's the word triple, the letter T, bag at gmail.com. Yep. And then, then, mm-hmm. if you want to go super old school yeah. and give uh, Craig some choppies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call us. Call us. You can either leave a message or send us a text. Yeah, that works too. The phone number is 202-556-4433. Very nice. Please. Please. Please, if you want to contact us, I strongly recommend that you use the phone number. Yes. Because please, every yeah. time we get a new message from a new person that isn't mm-hmm. a friend of, of the show, Craig takes a chop. Choppies. And I'm, chop, I'm chop, trying chop. to get it to where he agrees that if we get five, like mm-hmm. five in between episodes, yeah. mm-hmm. he will let me Keith Lee double hand chop him on the back. It's going to hurt so bad. Yeah. Even Are with you... the cushioning of hair I have, it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt real bad. Yeah. All right. So all I've right. done all the promos and the plugs. All the promos done. Um, we let's should really get, talk some real wrestling. Let's talk some wrestling. A um, bunch of stuff has happened. Whatever. Uh, but let's get into recently because that'll kind of lead us to what we haven't discussed, which is Class of Champions just happened. Um, apparently, WWE is just doing pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view because uh, it feels like we just had one. And now we're a Clash of Champions. And then we have TakeOver this coming weekend. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I will say I wasn't really excited for much of Clash of Champions. I wasn't there were, either. There were a few things that I was like, oh, that um, might be interesting, but nothing I was like, I, I can't wait for this to happen. I will tell you this pay-per-view, Clash of Champions, felt like a, a go-between show. Yep. It mm-hmm. could have been an episode of Raw meets SmackDown for yep. all I care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, there was no real excitement in it. Now, yep. I will say that... There were a few moments that I was like, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. give it a little something here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, just to all encompass, we'll get into more detail, but I do like the callbacks of like Big Show, Christian, yeah. Flair, I Shawn Michaels, McIntyre Orton match getting there, yeah. getting theirs on Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the fact that Nikki Cross couldn't make it, so Asuka pulled double duty. Good yep. honor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Knew this was going to be the return of uh, uh, Banks. Yeah. So yeah. that was nice. That was good. I like the way they did it. It's good to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so there was some decent stuff, but all in all, the show was useless. Yeah, there really wasn't, aside from, like you said, the Banks thing, um, Lashley beating Cruz and getting the belt. 
No, he the had the belt. No, he that had was the just belt, a beat cruise. Just a beat cruise. Uh, so, I mean, this was just like an episode of yeah. Raw. There wasn't much forward story momentum based on this pay-per-view. Like, it's not like a bunch of shit was different come this week because of this pay-per-view. Right. And I think, you know, pretty much SmackDown and Raw are going to just be rehashes of this stuff. Um, but... Should we go match by match, or do you want to just, like, general feel it? Because uh, I've got a lot of feelings. I would just say general feel it. Um, I okay. feel like to just generally feel stuff. So, the chief match? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the big dog and Cousin Uso? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty much exactly what I thought it was. Yep. And what the fuck are you trying to do? Get your cousins to say, you're the king of the island? You're yeah. the big dog? You're... Mm-hmm. WWE is not a fucking island, dude. No, no. And, I mean, so you beat down your cousin. We all expected it. But the, where does this story lead us? It, it, exactly. I don't understand. Nothing that's happening there in that little section of them mm-hmm. is affecting anything else in the WWE but, I mean, world. <laughs> to, like you said, to, it, it seems like a family squabble. Right. So does he go against and it doesn't the next trans- on the next event? Like, but it doesn't translate because... The Usos are so far removed from singles matches mm-hmm. that that had no real value. No. It, it wasn't right. like if if Reigns were to wrestle Rollins yes. and say, call me your king. Exactly. Or call, who's your messiah now? It, that would have made so much made more. Sense. That would have made sense. Neither of them have done a chief persona. Like, right. So now yeah. is this what's going to happen? Every time uh, Reigns comes out and wins, he gets a lay and, and Paul Heyman hugs him? Mm-hmm. Now, if if... The only way this would be of any interest to me is if you were taking this storyline to lead to WrestleMania Reigns versus Rock. If that's what you were doing. Okay, if that's what it is, <laughs> then I'm on board. If that's what you're doing, I'm totally on board with this family squabble But continuing. I don't see that But at I don't all. see that happening. Um, um, but I do feel, I mean, now that you bring that up, I do feel that for the WWE to continue, mm-hmm. you're going to need a big, big shot like that. Yeah. Especially if you're going from WrestleMania to WrestleMania with no audience. Right. You need something coming what would at be... the end of this year, start of next year, to really get people to want to... I mean, I'll, I'll tell you right now, if we didn't have the WWE Network, there is no way I would pay for WrestleMania 2021. Right. Based on what I saw at WrestleMania 2020 and all of this year. But, I mean, what would be bigger than The Rock coming back to wrestle at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Not Cena. No. Mm-hmm. Not, and I hate to put it, but not Stone Cold. Not Stone Cold, not Cena, not, not The Undertaker. Undertaker. None no. of that. None of that is big enough. If you can get The Rock, you're going to take all of those rock lovers, the yep. actor, friend, and all mm-hmm. that stuff, and it's going to be huge. Exactly. And you, that's what you're going to need. That's what you need to give it a shot to get where people actually care. Though Florida's completely opening up now, so... Who knows what WWE? Uh, the Thunderdome may be done, and we're just gonna have people in. Uh, well, I was reading an article where the the WWE still considers that once we're the contract's done with the Thunderdome, they're gonna start traveling again. I don't know why they think this. Yeah. Where yeah. are you gonna travel? Georgia and Florida? Mm-hmm. Because I think they're it. the only two states open, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um. So there was that. Um. I'm done with Bad Girl Bailey. She is mm-hmm. so bad at being a bad girl. Now, I like when she does the beatdowns and all that, but for her to come out and try to talk in the persona of no. a bad person. With that soccer mom hair. It's it's it not even that. It's just work. like she can't make it work. No. Like Sasha has a hard time being a face, but you can buy it. Yeah. She's awesome 
at being a heel. Yeah. Now, yeah. Bailey, on the flip side, I buy her totally every day as a face. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. her coming out as, as trying to be a heel, it just doesn't work. No. And no. then to watch her go up against the likes of Asuka, you know, <sighs> Bailey is still a... a, a and I know Jeff's not here to defend the assets. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But, I mm-hmm. mean, Bailey to me, still has some, you know, rust. She's a little herky-jerky in the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of fluid. Um, and speaking of rust, Charlotte took six weeks off of training, has been out for a year. Yeah. yeah. What the hell's going to happen when she comes back? I mean, and, she, she had some, some iffy matches before. Right. <laughs> And when you don't have a, a, a counterpart like a Becky Lynch to go against, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to try to make Bailey go against Charlotte? I mean, I can't think of who else you would do. It's so, either Bailey then, or Asuka. But then, I mean, Again. like, if you look at the whole women's division, Asuka, in my opinion, is the best in the women's division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You break up one of your only tag teams, the Iconics, so that you can give uh, Peyton a, a, a push. Right. Fine, I get it. I'm going to call it what it is. Most people find her as the most attractive of the two. She has some talent, but she's really spotty she's and, still, and rusty. Exactly. She's still on Then so. you're trying to bring Natalia and Lana as a team. And, and Lana, first of all, why are you calling <laughs> Lana? Yeah. Oh, I'm on a tangent I now, see. bitches. Keep going. Keep going. Why are you calling Lana? Why are you still hooked on this ravishing Russian thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's done. Miro is gone. Rusev is gone. Yeah. We all know she's not Russian. Exactly. Just let Lana be Lana and and let CJ Perry come out. Mm-hmm. We'll hate her just as much. Probably just more. Much. Just as much. But um, you do that. The only real tag team in the female division you have now is the Riot Squad. Who you just reformed. Right. Within like the past 60 days. And the problem you have with this now is COVID happens. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we miss a match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not really a match I wanted to see. Like, I like Shayna Baszler. And I'm I'm not a big fan of Nia Jax because I think she's dangerous in the ring. Yep. I have said it before. I'll keep saying it. I think she has beautiful eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, like, I'm not a fan of them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it works for either of them. They need to be their own individual powerhouses. Right. Right. But, I mean... Give me more. And then well, and, and the thing that WWE has done, they did this at their last pay-per-view. They did it again here. Shit happens. COVID happens. Whatever. It's, it's going on. Your people get pulled and can't do it. They don't admit it until, like, the day of. Right, but... You didn't have Nikki Cross on SmackDown on Friday, and you knew she wasn't going to be there. But they said nothing about it. They didn't address it. They didn't try and... Well, pivot a storyline quickly. So I don't. There. But I don't fault him on that for the simple fact that it gives him a little ability to flub in. Mm-hmm. And I think it could have been done a lot more, a lot better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like the idea that Bailey comes out and is cocky because Nikki Cross can't make it and says, I will open an issue challenge. Anybody that wants to come out, right, come right. out. Mm-hmm. And Asuka answers. I was like, that was a pretty good, yeah. you know, a little. Something a little good there. Now, I knew as soon as Asuka came out, she wasn't going to be two belts no, because they're not no. doing that again, especially because Vince does not like people that can't speak fluent English. Exactly, exactly. So I knew she wasn't going to win the belt, and that's exactly when I knew, oh, Banks is coming back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Banks came out and looked strong. Looks good. Beat looked that, good. Gave Bailey a beatdown, and now, I liked it. Now, do you think, 
Uh, I enjoy it for the comedic factor. Oh, no. But people have not worn those big foam neck braces for a decade now. Like, that's not a thing that you wear when you hurt your neck anymore. Okay. I feel they're much more safer and secure things to wear. But I kind of enjoy the WWE still like, I'm going to put this this giant foam doll collar I on think, you. I think the only ones that still keep those collars mm-hmm. are the local medical facilities. <laughs> it's probably true. So, probably true. Um, But, I mean, we keep saying it, and I'll, I'll reiterate it on this show too, the women's division and the entire WWE sucks. Yes. And I'm going to put AEW on notice. Mm-hmm. The women's division on the AEW sucks. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's a limited talent pool, Mm -hmm. if it's a developmental thing, if it's a sexist thing, because Mm -hmm. let's be honest, wrestling is pretty sexist. Right, right. Uh, You know, you have talented athletes out there, be they male or female, you should develop all of your talent Mm -hmm. and, and, and bring more, like, if you watch NXT, if you look. At other outside venues, there are talented female wrestlers that can easily work their way into the card, and you're just not letting it happen. No, no So exactly. I don't need to see the Riot Squad wrestle Baszler and Jax six times before you put it on a pay-per-view. Yep. When yep. I was a, when I was a kid growing oh, up. Oh, say it. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Brother Bubba, I'm going to testify. Yes, yes, testify. Ah, uh, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And they would do the pay-per-views for yep. WWF. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would have a rivalry. They would have a match. A Something match. would come between them. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the great Macho Man Savage and the... Oh, good. Right. Um, the superpowers. But you look at that. Mm-hmm. They built the story that Hulk working with Elizabeth made Macho Man so jealous mm-hmm. that it broke up the superpowers. And then... You just had promos after promos, which was great because it built the story and the animosity. And then when they actually met in the ring, you had interest and value. Mm -hmm. And it was a good match because they had time to develop it. Right. Now I'm getting, what, two days and we're getting a title. Mm -hmm. My favorite is Zelina Vega just comes in, slaps Asuka, and says it's my turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no Zelina Vega. You know what? They even knew that was a a throwaway match because they put it on the pre-show. Right. (laughs) So I just, I mean, I can't. Keep just it's like I how much it's feeding me stupidity with the fire hose. Yes. And it just it bothers yes. me so much. Mm-hmm. Um ah. Whew. Take let me let me talk about something that I did enjoy about Clash of Champions. Yes, yes. I liked the ambulance match. Yes. And I didn't think I would. I, I also agree with that. Yes. But I want I want this to lead to a bigger point, something I want to discuss with you. Mm-hmm. All right, so the, the ambulance match, what I liked about it is McIntyre and uh, and uh, uh, Orton, Orton mm-hmm. were meant to look strong. They both got their opportunities to look strong. They both looked like they always got the upper hand and multiple parts of the, the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved having all the people that Randy put down mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. come back and play a part in it. Yeah. That was interesting to me. Yes. Um. What I want to bring up for discussion is this. We'll talk about the Raw after because mm-hmm. that was... That was my, comedically, that was hilarious, hilarious. to me. Storyline, <laughs> can you mess this up anymore? But um, mm-hmm. 
right now in the WWE, and this may be a very sad state of affairs, McIntyre mm-hmm. and Orton have the best program, in my opinion, right now. Right. And that includes NXT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have the best ongoing story, and the two of them are matched relatively, uh, you know, even. Evenly. Mm-hmm. In the matches they have. Yeah. Why? I, I mean, I get it. McIntyre is your champion. And, and I genuinely think as far as reigning Raw champions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the better ones. Yes. And, and I can't think of anybody else I would want to take the belt off of him right Especially now. Especially now in this current non-audience time. I can't, I think, I can't think of many people I would I, that would feel good I, in that I would tell role. You, look, I think as much as we hate the Messiah Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. when you step back and look at it and what they're doing with the Mysterio family and all that, I think you actually have some good story being worked there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the flip side, I genuinely think McIntyre is the only one that has gotten it. I think him and Orton are the only two that know how to play to a non-existent crowd right, right. and still get buy-in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Rollins is still playing to what he assumes to be a crowd. And we still, boo, we hate you, this Messiah thing sucks, blah, blah, mm. blah, you're evil, now you're picking on the Mysterio family. But it's there. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then this new turn with, with, uh... With uh, Reigns. Huh? With Reigns. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. This new turn with uh, Murphy and uh, uh, oh, Mysterio's okay. daughter mm-hmm. having an a ongoing relationship. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yo, Fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it drives the story along, and I'm actually, it's it's soap opera vestige. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I know this is so hokey, but just as much as you and I love Riverdale, I, I put Same it in thing. that vein. Yep. Like, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. get Buddy. Like, right. Buddy just she's, went up. She's leaving the uh, the Bulldogs to go hang out with the uh, Serpents. So Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm just, like, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I just mean, how do you feel? McIntyre and Orton is the best ongoing storyline in WWE. Um the the sad thing is is that not only are you correct and it's not the fact that you are right that's it's that your fact is correct. Um oh I see. Not it's that it's so far better than everything else. Like not just like this is the best thing you got going. Everything else is just kind of decent. This isn't this is like this is good. The Messiah and Mysterio thing is is okay. Yeah, I would say those but are the best side of those lines. two. Retribution, retribution, which I I still don't. I mean, and understand. Then you, you've got so you've got retribution. Help help me wrap my head around this. Mm-hmm. Retribution comes in and says, "You've neglected us. You you you've taken advantage of us, and we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to come and destroy the man." Then all of a sudden, Retribution gets signed to contracts by the man. Right, right. And they're like, but you can't control us because you think you're paying us money and all that? Mm. That's the biggest fucked up move you could have ever done. Just let Retribution be. We know they're under contract. Yes. We know who they are. Exactly. So, well, and that's the thing. It, the way this story works, the way this you've abused us and abused us and like we're not going to be in the shadows and just used as pawns anymore, works... When you tell us this is who I am, this is when you when you have Dijakovic come out and be like, you just threw me to beat up anybody because I'm a big, tall, strong guy, and that's what you want. Right. You have to show me that that's him. You change his name to fucking T-Bar 
or whatever it is now. You're you're not doing that. You're you're not showing me. If you would have showed me is... his digression into T bar, exactly, and he's exactly. like, listen, I I toiled under NXT. I've come here. Mm-hmm. I've changed my image. I've changed who I am because I want to be taken seriously. Yeah. Now. yeah. Okay. Cool. I've, I've got buy-in. Right. And then right. you you bring up your your other partner. Uh, what's her name? We got Martinez. Mia Yim and Martinez. I yeah. Think, you the bring them yeah. up, and it's like, hey, listen, we too went through the same thing, and we've come together as a conglomerate because mm-hmm. kind of like the. Her- I gotta admit, the hurt business is okay in my book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that they're having them go face against retribution. And heal against everyone else against, <laughs> against the punching bags of okay. Apollo Crews, Ricochet, and, and Mustafa uh, Ali. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't like all that, but I do like I've got buy-in on the hurt business. Like if you kept it that way, like we're here to make money, mm-hmm. and we're going to do that by hurting anyone that we can. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. it. But I think I think the ongoing problem is this. There is some decent ideas mm-hmm. that nobody ever fleshes out totally. Yes. yes. So they're like, yeah, run with it. See what mm-hmm. that works. And then, and then it goes like three weeks and then they're like, meh. Like, yeah. Forget it. But I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, oh my God. It, going back to Clash of Champions, mm-hmm. it's the 29th match between the Street Profits, Garza and Andrade. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the way you change it this time is to have a fuck finish where the profits get a three count right. when it only should have been a two count. Right. When because last time, remember, we messed it up due to food poisoning. Right, right. So, so Lena Vega poisoned somebody. <laughs> so we have to move uh, on to a different thing. Which now all all you're doing is the 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 crap about that shit finish is the minute that happened. I was just like, well, shit, now we have to deal with this again. Exactly. For the next, like, fucking month. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm going to watch this match for the 31st time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you the match that I really enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked and amazed because I am not, I mean, I like these wrestlers, but I am not a big fan of these mm-hmm. wrestlers, save mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion match with... AJ Styles, yep. mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy, and Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I thought Sami Zayn was going to be the punching bag. Yeah. I thought it was going to go to AJ Styles, and it'd be him and Jeff Hardy just duking it out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what AJ and Jeff Hardy accomplished, like the moves and yeah. the ladders and all that stuff, it looks like Jeff Hardy has been told, like, listen, the only way we brought you back is so that we could literally kill you I on mean, screen. I think I believe we were. I was texting you while I was watching that match because I was a little behind. That I don't know. Who cares less about their physical well-being in that match? Because I mean, there were there was the one time where uh, Hardy lays Sami Zayn on the ladder and that does a swanton bomb on him. And like as it's happening, I'm like, Zayn's gonna move. Obviously, he's gonna roll out and Hardy's gonna hit him. But no, Zayn took it. No, he did not move. Did you see Zayn's back at the end? Oh, this is bloody. So I, I just so I'm watching that match and I'm like. Wow, I'm and, I'm genuinely shocked that it is as good as it is. Yeah, I mean, there was the one time where I, I believe it was Zane pushed over the ladder that Hardy was on, and he got like tangled up in the ladder as it fell out of the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, he had to have snapped something. That, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> and then when 
AJ threw Zayn up against the ladder in the corner, and he bounced off of that, off of the rope, and then back into the ring, <laughs> yeah. onto the ladder. I was like, shit, I know he didn't mean to hit the ladder on the way down, right, but that but, was beautiful. I mean, that whole I mean, thing was good. And and I kind of enjoy that they had Zayn win it. Yeah, that because he then got that his Because that takes away the storyline of, I didn't really lose, I still have it. Which I was afraid if, like, Styles won, they were just going to keep that going for Zayn. This gives him something else. I am the true. Right. I am not a unified good, the belt right. again. Mm-hmm. I am the true champion. Yeah, like I always said, I was. Who's next? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm. Um, I, I like that one a lot. I think mm-hmm. that was my favorite match of I, Clash of Tears. Yeah, I would say that mess? that followed closely by the ambulance match. Like was probably. Yeah. I think those were the only two I actually enjoyed. The rest Agreed. of them were kind of like Meh. I could have watched this on SmackDown or Raw. That exactly. Week. Um, when it comes to our pick 'em poll, though, the beauty of Clash of Champions is as our rating goes for anybody that follows it. Anytime there's a belt match, it's always five points. Yeah. And so everything was a belt match. Everything so was five okay. points. Um, now, we actually had uh, multiple ties in this because it was so Yeah, so evenly. many matches. Exactly. A lot of people made the same pick. Uh, first of all, Alleged and alleged Wrestling Podcast and Headlock uh, Wrestling Podcast. Uh, screw you guys because you didn't put anything in, so you both got zeros. Good work. Uh, so good work, guys. Um, Wait, and these are... <laughs> Podcasts that Podcast. talk about wrestling, Podcast. but yet they can't. But they probably made predictions on the show, but didn't email them. You know what the problem was? What? Um, they probably were busy recording actual shows. Oh, unlike us. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's funny though. The thing. Aren't we higher in ratings in Ireland than those two uh, Irish wrestling I'm shows? Just saying. Just saying. Um, now, uh, Colin and Johnny Cash Money came in at the end with. You mean the points. Legend Killer? The Legend Killer, Colin. Who is the only other two-time champion? That's very true. That's very true. And who's the other one? His dad, the demigod. Uh, myself, Jeff the Ref, and Wrestling Life all came in with 30 points. Oh, nice. Um, and then you, yes, John, Mr. Demigod, uh, Shy the Pancake from Friday Night Movie Podcast, and Bald Monkey Wrestling Podcast all came in tied for first place with 35 points. So I will give Shy kudos mm-hmm. because out of Bald Monkey Wrestling, which is a conglomerate of people, it's like three guys, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and me that actually watches wrestling mm-hmm. and, and and has a show about it right. sometimes and uh, but talks about it on the regs. Yes, yes. Uh, I will say that Shy, who has a wonderful... A uh, podcast about TV and right. entertainment. That has nothing to do with wrestling right. whatsoever. Uh, good on good you for on making you. The, the good picks. Now, I think mm-hmm. the only difference between Shy and me was the uh, Jax Baylor match where yes. I said the Riot Squad and he said uh, exactly. Baszler and, and mm-hmm. Jax. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what. Uh, uh, I remember what Bob Monkey, monkey was Fist. Yeah, I'll have to check. Fist of Monkey. Fist of Monkeys. Monkey Paul. Monkey um, Fisting Podcast. Whatever but, it's called. Uh, but yeah, good job on all of you. I'm very yeah, impressed. Yeah, so. Very impressive. And that was the first one of this... That was the first one of this, this new phase. Semester. Um, this quarter. This, co- this semester. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Uh, with the next one being NXT TakeOver, which we'll talk about later on. All right. Um, so we've dealt with Retribution. Um, we've dealt with Mysterio Family. One of the other storylines I do happen to enjoy, and I admit this is biased based on the fact that I enjoy her, is the new Alexa Bliss. Okay, so I was going to let you bring her up because I... <laughs> Thank been- you. I'm in the same boat you are when it comes to this new Alexa Bliss cross Sister Abigail kind of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like the the little twist it gives her. Yep. mm -hmm. I like the fact that even down to the little, and I don't know if this is her or wardrobe or whatever, Mm -hmm. but now it's a little twist of Bliss t-shirt that she wears. Yep, yep. mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. I 
I like it. And yeah. I like the fact that she just, like, she is selling it. She is. She is doing it. And, and I think this is one of the things that I, I've kind of enjoyed about Alexa Bliss. She's, I, I admit she's not the greatest wrestler, which is fine. She was always better at promos and this sort of stuff. And this is, this is pushing towards that. But I will say, her doing the Sister Abigail, she does it beautifully. She does it's, a good it's Sister awesome Abigail. awesome to watch. And I like that, much like everybody else The Fiend has gone against or had been involved in, they resort back to old them. You know, they resort back to previous them. You know, Daniel Bryan resort back, Cena resort back, all that sort of stuff. So she's resorting back to older Harley Quinn-ish Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. as opposed to what she was becoming. And almost the sort of like... I don't know, like the mysterious nature of just when somebody brings up the fiend, she almost sort of blacks out, does this, and then disappears, and doesn't remember half of what she did. Like I, I but I like it's and I like it's something as, that as, they haven't really done. But as much as the swamp match was right. a waste of time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least they've carried that over into her storyline. Yes, mm-hmm. and I also like the fact that it broke. Brawn to the fact where all he wants to do now is wear skin tight t shirts and, and combat yeah. gloves and beat the piss, beat out, the of piss out of people. Uh, speaking of no raw underground on raw this week, well, I mean, because we had that whole thing, mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, so how many of the raw underground cause, audience cause is they're... now no longer wrestling because they're on COVID restrictions? Well, but I mean, there was a poker game. Oh, oh, right, and we, right. we had to see the poker game, mm-hmm. so we didn't have time for the underground. Um, Maybe maybe the poker game took the underground spot. The fact that they went all in, I think like you said, with Randy Orton putting on child so, size but, my first spy detective night vision goggles. But so I mean alright, so we talked about the ambulance match and the comeback of all the people that right. Randy Orton hurt right, on his right. path to mm-hmm. McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And then we see them celebrating, and it's kind of like we knew something was going right. to happen. All, they're all hanging out in a random room with a Legends sticker on the it, front of the door. Then somebody <laughs> cut out from a Xerox right. printer. And then and then, <laughs> and then you have Randy Orton come in as a janitor, yeah. mm-hmm. and he turns off the light. So nobody thinks to turn the light back on. No. But just, he turns he off the light. He beats four old men all at the and same these, time. These are legends. We're talking <laughs> Big Show, right? Christian, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels, Flair. Ric Flair, yeah. All of them have held the title belt. You would think multiple they, times they could defend themselves, <laughs> but here comes Randy Orton and what to me looked like a jeweler's monocle yeah. with a flashlight on it. Yes, yes. And he's beating them up. Yep. And then, the, but the best part is, it's like it all happened in the matter of a minute. Then the light <laughs> comes back on, and here you've got like Shawn Michael just. Randomly draped across two chairs. Uh, you know, I'm surprised Ric Flair didn't have his pants down around his ankle. I, I assumed we were going to come up and he was have, have cut himself. Yeah. Since he loves to cut himself. I was just bleeding from the forehead or something oh, for no that, reason. I just, oh my God. It was so hokey that if they meant it to be serious, you failed miserably. You failed totally. If you wanted to be comedic, mm-hmm. I'm, you won. No, I laughed. Won. I laughed my ass off. And if you, if you give me next week... Randy Orton coming out and shooting a promo with those glasses on his head, mm-hmm. just sitting there. No, no mention of them. You just have them there. You, you know, win. You know what you I kind of want? I kind of want. Um, and this is just played from my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we hear his music come on, you know, I hear voices mm-hmm. in my, and then all of a sudden it's all dark. <laughs> And he just comes up from the middle of the stage, kind of <laughs> hands over his groin, shoulder slunched, right. head down, and he has the goggles on in the the stadium's all dark. He has the goggles on, and the first thing he says is, I saw him. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, but, um, Jesus. Hey, you know, all in all... <laughs> It was entertaining to me. It was. It, so, it was. Uh, the rest of Raw sucked. Yeah, rest um, of Raw sucked. So there's that. Um, but uh, we found out, like we had already talked about, uh, Buddy and, and, and uh, Ray's daughter are mm-hmm. having a thing. A thing. A DMs are going back and forth. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, good on you, Buddy. She's an attractive young lady. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like two-thirds her age. I'm, but... I'm not sure how attractive. Young, this attractive young lady may be, and how she's nineteen. Oh, hey, go 19. for it, go for it, buddy. You're nineteen, good. and Murphy's what twenty eight. So I mean, it's, it's fine. What's fine. a seven year, it's nine fine. year difference? I wonder how his former girlfriend Alexa Bliss feels as this being played out as a storyline. It's just a story. Oh, okay, okay, Got just Got a it. story. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, you know what I feel bad for though? Yes. Why the fuck does Dominic and Ray always have to get their ass beat? Oh, always. I mean, I get that you want us to feel as though they're the consummate underdog and we always want them to win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But always getting your ass whipped is so boring. Yeah, exactly. Those poor, poor gentlemen. Oh, the Mysterios. Oh, the Mysterios. It's mysterious how they're so beaten up. Isn't it? Mm. Uh, anyway, um... Is that all of the WWE chit-chat? We well, should discuss AEW as well. Well, I mean... Cesaro well, Nakamura, we, who we cares? We can lead into AEW in the fact that Aleister Black just pulled up John Moxley, where he I had, a, had, had an amazing an eye, eye recovery that all of a sudden he doesn't need anymore. Um, but but Mysterio still has his eye patch. He does. He does. Yeah. Um, so apparently Aleister Black is no longer friends with the Mysterio family. No, because no. they need him to go against Kevin Owens. Yeah, I I don't know. Why. Look, I like both these characters, I, I but what are they doing with Alistair Black? I don't know. They changed his music. He probably had some of the cooler music. He had he a was, cooler entrance. Yeah, but I mean, did they take the entrance away because they were tired of supplying D-cell ca- uh, batteries for his light-up candles? Light-up or? candles and smoke and smoke machines. But I mean, want that anymore? Started rocking Thunderdome views. When he came up, they were talking that he was the next thing. They were going to give him the yeah. huge push. What happened? Did he piss somebody off? I mean, they took Zelina off of being just a, a manager and or letting her wrestle and giving her a program right, against right. your reigning champ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It just it bothers me because... I don't think they know. You have a talent in Aleister Black. And Kevin Owens is, is going the way of the Mysterio where yes. all he does is get beat. Beat up. Beat up. But, I mean, we've discussed on multiple times. It's obvious now. the The idea or the notion... That someone is an amazing wrestling talent no longer means they will become well, high up in the W. I mean, you look at Mustafa Ali, you look at uh, Apollo Cruz, you look at Ricochet. All three of them are probably some of the best three wrestlers they have in all of WWE. But and when they're you, not using them that way. When you look at Cruz and Lashley mm-hmm. in that match, yeah. if they look quite similar in stature. Yes. Yes. They could be each other's foil. Right. But you didn't play it that way. No. You make Apollo look small. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you make Lashley look like a beast. Why would you do that? Yeah. 
Promote everything you have. We're in a day and age in wrestling where I don't need freaking monsters. No, no, exactly. I want to see the little flippy guys, and that's where AEW is doing better. Exactly. They're giving us that. They're like, giving us the little flippy I, I honestly, mean, the David versus Goliath wrestling, you know, trope is one of the best ones ever. Yeah, I honestly believe Daniel Bryan. I honestly <laughs> believe Darby Allen can beat any of them. Yes, exactly. But I, I just, anyway, um, it's yeah, so a WWE. I mean, we, we have the other minor here and there, guys. I feel bad, and I want to bring this up. One of my most favorite unsung heroes of wrestling Mm -hmm. is Cesaro. Okay. He truly is, pound for pound, the strongest man in the WWE, from what I've seen. I would agree. One Mm -hmm. of the most talented wrestlers, Mm -hmm. and he can cut a promo. He can. He can do a great job at it. This, This man had his teeth kicked into his head. And made it a thing. And made it a thing. But, I mean, Cesaro. And we talk about, remember when Nakamura was really hot on the indies and yes. in Japanese wrestling yes. and he was the hot catch? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I honestly believe this because look at AJ Styles, when we get to WWE, it's like the retirement home. I mean, I'll give I, you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. now and then we get a little flair of right. the Nakamura we love. Right. But it's not there anymore. And, and I don't know how much of that is. WWE storyline and how much of that is them as wrestlers where it's WWE could be going to them and being like look you're doing all of this stuff with Japan it's crazy I'm going to give you a easier schedule a more stable schedule more money think more about your family and they're like you know what I can come and do this for another 10 years in WWE as opposed to break myself for the next 3 years in New Japan right, and then probably never be able to wrestle again so I I don't have an answer for it, mm-hmm. but WWE is just dumbing down talent. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, all right. Let's talk about something dumb. Yes. Let's talk about something dumb in the AEW. Oh, AEW. All right. Uh huh. Luke Harper. <laughs> yes. Mister Brody Lee. Mister Brody Lee. I am not buying him as a cult leader. No. Mm-mm. I am not. I'm now, not buying him as a TNT champ. Brody Lee, no, I'll give him TNT champ. Mm-hmm. But Brody Lee as Brody Lee the badass, mm-hmm. I will take. Like when he's in the ring, I'll take him as a badass. Mm-hmm. But the promos he's carrying, he does not carry off a cult leader. He no. doesn't have the polish. The, he doesn't have the prim. The thing, the time that I felt he did this leader bit best was early on when it, like the, the, I remember the promo where he was eating steak at mm-hmm. the dinner. And he, from everything that he was doing, was basically doing a parody of Vince McMahon. And I wish they would have gone with that. That worked. But now they're trying to make him a Manson-esque cult leader, and and I'm not buying it. That doesn't work. Like, Uno did it better. Yes, exactly. When he was trying to say the exalted one is coming, Uno Mm. sold it so much better. Exactly, exactly. So, I I, I like Brody Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. I just am not buying him as the head of the Dark Order. No, I think there's, now, there's I, other things you can do with him that would work. I do like the concept of the Dark Order. Yes. Uh, I like when they bring in uh, uh, Colt Cabana yeah. mm-hmm. and kind of converted him over. Mm-hmm. I like, God, what's her name? Amy Lee? Amy Lee, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. When she had one match as the entertainer in Amy Lee, Amy mm-hmm. Lee and lost, and then we didn't see her for a while, and now yeah. she's coming out as this female bad girl yes, this is awesome where i mean I like she great. beat brandy yeah i think so, it's I mean, great and and i i enjoy those little like 
promos that you almost think are real commercials at first of joining the Dark Order. Like, we're here for you. Like, I, I like all of that stuff. Right. I Just like you said, I think their their choice to go more psychopath leader with Lee doesn't work. I'm just saying I don't think he is the fit for that role. Now, could he be part of the Dark Order mm. and be, like, their enforcer? Yeah. Yeah. But I, it's kind of like if you're telling me... You're going to put Arn in the spotlight over Ric Flair from the Four Horsemen. Mm -hmm. He has a spot. Yeah. And he served it well. But Mm -hmm. Arn is not the leader of the Four Horsemen. That was Ric Flair. Exactly. Exactly. Brody Lee has a spot. And it can be prominent, Mm -hmm. but it should be like as the number two. You need someone in that role that is the personality that you believe could lead hundreds or thousands of people. Right. And he doesn't. He doesn't give that off. He doesn't no. give that, you know, Ric Flair, follow me into the fire, you know, right. sort of thing. Right. So could he be there at some point? Maybe. But why are we taking our time to do the- that now? I will I will give it to somebody like, um, like what's his name? Eddie, uh, I want to, not Eddie Brock, because that's, uh, that's Venom. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where you're ball, going. You know, the bald dude who, who went against, Co- who went in against the open match from Cody. Eddie, what the fuck is his name? Why am I not remembering his name? His last well, name? as you're figuring that out, mm-hmm. um, some of the other things that are bothering me mm-hmm. with AEW is you bring Rusev, Miro, whatever he's calling himself right. now in, you introduce him as the best man. Look, I know who you were in WWE. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I want you to be better mm-hmm. in AEW. Agreed. And you have the ability to have that chance. So much better, yeah. Why would you come in and wrestle with the exact same moves and exact same finishers as you used as Rusev? Right, exactly. Be new. Be different. Give yourself it's a, a chance it's, to re- It's kind of like um, when... Um, um, now you've got me guessing. Shit. Zack Ryder. Yes. Is no longer Zack Ryder. No longer Zack Ryder. But he came in with the whole... I mean, he still uses the, the cross face and, and all that stuff, but he brought in another skill set. It's a different set of moves yep, yep. that kind of mm-hmm. separated him from that character. Exactly. And that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, which I am disappointed in, Cody Rhodes coming back. New dark hair Cody Rhodes. Well, and that's what bothers me. Like, Cody. I get that you need to change yourself, that you're coming back from being all pompous and swollen headed from the TNT title belt mm-hmm. and you're coming back to be a badass again. Okay, cool. Right, right. You can be the American Nightmare again, but I don't need you to shoe polish your hair right. and mm-hmm. try to bring out the gothic skinny suit no, no. And, and make me want to care. Like, I liked Cody and I like when you're good and bad. Right. I kind of wish you would be the ambiguous one and you'll do good and bad things because you can pull it off. You can pull it off because I think the problem is is when you when he specifically tries to change his, his image, his physical look mm-hmm. to a little darkish, a little gothic, something like, you still have a giant fucking American flag tattoo but but that's on not on your neck, and that's it's you could work with that. But when you're trying to be like, like dark and brooding, like it doesn't. I don't. It, it's th- that image just stood out. More I don't. I have a problem with that. But it's just like you played to the image so much mm-hmm. that you overdid it. Yeah. Like you oversold. Yes. Yes. And I would have felt better if you had come up, and you were in wrestling gear, mm-hmm. 
and you had black hair, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I enjoy, and I think one of the things he could have gone for was more of the, like you said, the ambiguous, I am a wrestler, and I will, I will wrestle you. Like, that is, that is what I know. That is what I can do, mm-hmm. is just beat you with wrestling technique and talent and knowledge. That's how he wins, not different personas he's trying to play. Like, so, and mm. I mean, the other things that are bothering me, I'm just going to make a quick list of AEW. Go for it. AEW. A punch list of who John hates. A punch list of AEW assetchers is what I call Let's them. Let's go. All right. Number one, the Bucks aren't selling bad Bucks. No, doesn't they work. They can do Agreed. it a lot better. We've seen it, and I want that. Yeah. Number mm. two, this stupid thing that they're trying to do where Omega and Kenny are trying to build... A beef between each other. Mm-hmm. And Not Omega and Kenny because that's or, the same person. Uh, uh, Hangman pa- Page. Page and Omega. Yeah, yes. Page and Omega. <laughs> where Omega is trying to be kind of like the bad one where it's like, no, I'm going to focus on my individual career, but they don't really want to make one the heel, one right, the face. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're going to do it, do it. Have mm-hmm. them turn on mm-hmm. each other. I don't need them to be like, ah, screw you, Page, or whatever. Right, it's just right. like, you know, I try to get back with you. You shut me down. If you're going to shut me down... Then, then you're you know, in my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get it on. Yeah. Fine. Do that. But just having Omega come out, number one, I'm not happy with him on the mic. No. no. He's no good. Mm-mm. No good. Mm-mm. Uh, he's no Jericho. No. Exactly. Um, and he's no Orange Cassidy. I mean, who is, though? But, I mean, no Orange honestly. Cassidy on the mic, fantastic. Mm. Yes. Uh, anyway, with that being said, uh, let's see. Cody Rhodes, Omega, The Bucks. Um Give me less Matt Hardy. Give him time to heal. Yeah. yeah. I know mm-hmm. he is trying to pump up Private Party, mm-hmm. but Private Party needs to do a little more of their own work. They do. And and I've never really felt that, you know, that partnership, that cohesive no, fr- with I each other. I think the three of them could be good. Mm-hmm. They... Mm-hmm. You know, Private Party wrestles a lot like the Hardy Boys did. Correct. I do, so I, I think that can be good. Almost Jericho bringing in uh, uh, Santana and... Um, and Ortiz, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bringing them in. It's kind of like they're a really good tag team coupled with, you know... The mouthpiece of Jericho. and y- You've got a lot of talent right there. I think you could do that with Hardy and Private Party. Mm-hmm. But then Hardy now Hardy. Hardy is going to have to get his big, you know, Jack Swagger. And his Spanish mm-hmm. God. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it'll be done. I think yeah. we're going to see that where it's, you know, Le Champion and his collective against the Hardy Party and, right. and, and mm-hmm. his boys. And his boys. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, yeah. one would call them. See how that works? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just, I'm tired of a bunch of that stuff. Uh, I like that FTR is kind of carrying totally with them. However... Yes. Mm-hmm. I miss the days of managers being a part of it. Yeah, they're just sort of... It, I mean, Telly and Arn even to the same... They're just sort of there. They're there. They're... Hey, remember us? We're adding validity because right. we know you loved us. You love us, so we, you should love who we were. And we with. absolutely do, but you still have the ability to... You don't have to wrestle. Right. You don't mm-hmm. have to take a hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you don't even have to take a bump. You just need to act. I mean, I think one of one of the better things AEW has done in recent time was that Arn, Jake the Snake, different sides of the table. Yeah. Like managers, you know, and that's what I thought that, that's what they can do. Like when you bring a Taz out, mm-hmm. great. Yes. When you bring Jake out, meh. Mm-hmm. 
Like he's not a he, is, he used to be a good spokesman right. before all the drugs and everything. Now he's decent enough, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than Lance Archer would do for himself. Also true. But mm-hmm. um still not up to like a Taz level. Mm-hmm. And I believe if you gave Arn and Tully the ability to cut their promos mm-hmm. and get back into that game, I think they would pick up where they left off in the right. 80s, 90s. And I think together, both of them doing it back and forth, those two specifically, would go for a whole one-upsmanship kind of thing. Exactly. That, that would be very entertaining. And I think that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be more than happy with that. But um, where I think AEW is getting it right mm-hmm. is I don't need a big match every Wednesday. Right. But the matches they're giving us, mm-hmm. like, I still can't get over that parking lot match. Probably was... one of my favorite of 2020. Exactly. exactly. And it was, you gave me that on a regular Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for putting the effort and talent into it. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous and skeptical because you actually have people in the stadium. Yes. But it is nice seeing real fans have real reactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I hate to put it this way, but you're going to have to take the belt off of Moxley sometime. Who do you put it on next? Yeah. I, I really wanted MJF because I wanted the heel that was going to really make it slimy and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, do you put it on a Lance Archer? I mean, I... I do you... I mean, what are you going to... Do you put it on we, a cage? Yeah, where are we going a, with this? Yeah, that, and that's... I think that's one of the problems... I, I think one of the things AEW does well is because a lot of their wrestlers are are experienced and talented, they can tell stories in the ring. They can basically give you stories week to week that make sense, match to match that make sense. But I don't know how much of an overall picture is being like discussed within them. So they'd be like, hey, me and Moxley and MJF can do a great run with each other. What's the, what's the end game? When, right. and I mean, when he wins and MJF doesn't win, now what do we do? Like, so, but it's like Moxley takes the belt off of Jericho. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Fine. Moxley just holds the belt? And, and has and been for a while. how much, what belt do you think of more when I think of AEW? Do you think of the TNT belt or the AEW championship exactly. belt? Exactly, exactly. So, and then the only time the AEW championship belt comes to mean anything to me is, oh, I know three months is coming up. We're going to get a pay-per-view. He's got to put it on the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do like, don't get me wrong, I do like uh, this new kid that's working with, that came and saved Moxley. Oh, yeah, that, um, saved, that saved him in the in the stadium. And yes. them calling Darby in and, mm-hmm. and then doing a three-on-three match with Cage. And, I like and, that. I like that so a lot. I'm fine with that. I just, um, you know, I just, AEW still... Learning the a mm-hmm. flow, right, right? But I think it's it's time. Moxley lost the belt. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say at the next event, which I and, don't know. I don't know what their next one is. And, their next event, it should it should be then. Right? Is it all in? Is it? I don't know. I think it's all know. in or something. Anyway, um, and I also it's okay to put your belt on the box. Mm-hmm. It's okay to give Kenny the belt for a little while. Right. Right. I mean. I, mean, I know it, he just came off the tag team, right? But it's okay that the elite 
can have belts yeah. that aren't a secondhand belt. Exactly. I, I know you, I'm sure they're like, oh, you know, we don't want to make it seem like we're putting our belt on our Yeah, that we did this to put company. ourselves over. But if you're going to have a wrestling company that has Kenny Omega in it, and at some point not give him the belt, doesn't, he should have it at some point. Like, I mean, he's, he's Kenny freaking Omega. Like, he should have the belt at some point in your organization like i mean and and yes i agree with all that but it doesn't have to be right away mm-hmm. but it's kind of like we all know the bucks should have the belt right or should have had the belts yeah yeah and i'm fine with ftr coming in and you putting them on them but ftr did you just make them a a, a, a pop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because once they're done with this title run FTR is going to be like, oh, we've seen them. They've been the champs. I don't know if, if they can buy us back in. Exactly. exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like MJF. Had MJF took the belt from Moxley, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. MJF could have built a great story about being this heel champ for a while. Yep. yep. And then when he lost it, it could have been in a, you know, a, a fuck finish win or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... He could have played that out more and kept going as MJF. He even could have lost it, and he even could have lost it to Moxley, and I would have been fine. Like he take it from Moxley for six months and then lost it again to him, I would have been okay with that. Like because right. it would have made for a long term storyline. But I do like how they're having the two oiliest, creepiest, underhanded people go at each other. Yes. Jericho and MJF yes, right now. Yes, I like yes. that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk best friends? I think best friends in all of wrestling right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. to include Orange Cassidy, is one of the best stories and groups of characters going right now in all of wrestling. I, I would agree. I mean, and I, I wouldn't say it's just based on that parking lot match, but that parking lot match to me put them over as this, so, is, this is the story they're willing to tell, the bumps they're willing to take, the talent that they have. But it's it's that and it's it's... We've watched them come up. Mm-hmm. When we first saw them, they were the guys that hugged in the middle of the ring. Right, right. Then all of a sudden, they're the guys that hugged in the middle of the ring, and they got this weird guy, Orange Cassidy, yes, with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we got to see them just grow and and had this story and this fight with mm-hmm. this other great tag team, and there there's validity and and, and believability in them. Like yep. they are fighters, and they're learning, and they're getting better, and they mm-hmm. have this opportunity. That's what I love about yep. best friends. And yep. then just the the not only comedic, but just the whole new breath of fresh air and what the hell is Cassidy gonna do this time? Exactly. And who is he feuding with now? Because now I genuinely believe that he can feud with anybody and actually has a chance to win. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just I love that. I think that that right now is probably my favorite character and story arc, long term story arc. In all of wrestling right now. I, I would actually agree with that. I, I feel be- best friends are now at that point for me where when you know they're having a match, you want to make sure you see that match. Right. And if you know they're having a promo, you want to make sure you and, see that promo. You and don't, I don't even you care if it's... AEW, you're going to go back and look for the clips of what you they did on right. that night. So. And I don't even care if it's their Joey Janela... Uh, uh, Who's the concrete rose? Uh, what's what's his name? Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. Yeah. Uh, I don't even care if it's that they're going to have a match with them because we know Janela and Kiss are going to lose. Right. It's still going to be fun and entertaining, exactly. and they are going to bring out the best in their competitors. Mm. And it's been shown time and time again. So I'm I'm very impressed with them. Yep. yep. Um. 
But now, my friend, I think we've gone off on a shit ton of tangents. We went on a ton of tangents. I think we need to bring it back to what we said earlier, which is we should end this episode because WWE has a new event coming up this week. Yeah. TakeOver 31. Yeah. Um, now, we are recording this on Wednesday, so this may change tonight. Because Did you know being married mm-hmm. to the contender of a belt mm-hmm. makes that belt yours if they win? Yeah, right? Who knew? I don't know. So does that make the fact that my wife mm-hmm. is one of, well, is the top salesperson in her business? Congratulations, John. That means you are as well. I'm an excellent salesperson. You're an excellent salesperson. And obviously, my career has nothing to do with sales. No. So, Just, you know, not champion. everybody can flip those burgers. No, I mean. Shake those fries. Thanks. Mm. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to pretend I'm a cook, but mm. we all know I work in dirty, dark tunnels. <laughs> dirty. Doing dirty, dirty dark, dark things. things. Oh, so many dark things. So, anyway. Um, we have uh, Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. Who do you think is going to win that one? Will Priest retain? Well, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with Priest now, but I'm going to watch because we're recording this on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I will watch NXT tonight. I'll see what happens, mm-hmm. and I may change. But right now I'm going to say Priest is still young in the belt. The only way Gargano gets it if it's a a dirty finish. Yep. And um, I don't see like I can see Candice winning the belt, Johnny not, mm-hmm. and Johnny being jealous, and they kind of try to drive that rift. I could I could see that. And the Gargano I, I agree family. Damian's gonna win unless something happens tonight where uh, Gargano uh, or where Damian Priest wins something against Gargano in some way. Yes. So then they're not gonna have win win. Uh, but otherwise, I see Priest. Right. Tonight. And, so, and I think I agree with you with the Io Sheree versus uh, Candice LeRae. Uh, Io's had it for a while. I think she's very good at it. I it's, enjoy her. It's a short while, mm-hmm. but what I know about WWE and its product, even going with Triple H, mm-hmm. uh, they want people that can act and look good on camera. Now, Io is a beautiful person mm-hmm. and, and very talented, but once again, there is the English as a second language yeah. issue. And... And I think NXT especially, I don't know if it's because it's Hunter and stuff like that, they love their heel champs. Right, and, right. And, you know, and you've been might building... have been heelish before. Candice is full-blown heel. Yeah. So. And you've been building the Garganos for something like yep. this. So yep. one of the two has to win. My money is on Candice. Now, one of the matches I think will be very good um, this weekend, because I think, I think they both are very excellent wrestlers, is Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Like, I think O'Reilly is probably one of the better ones in Undisputed. Is Kyle O'Reilly ready for a singles no, career? he's not going to win, but I still think it'll be a No, he's match. not going to win. No. But <laughs> do you think long-term, is Kyle O'Reilly a perfect tag team partner, or is he ready for a singles career? I think he is a great tag team partner. I feel that it seems weird because... He's been in this tag team for many, many years now, mm-hmm. but I still don't know if he's quite. But I don't ready. see O'Reilly by himself, and I don't see Fish by himself. No, Strong together I think can do by himself. Yeah, and I think Fish and O'Reilly work very well together. But together I, I they're see... fine. But them doing singles events does not fit or feel right to me. No, they need a partner, and and not even just wrestling wise, promo wise. I right, think they both do better. 
co-promoing. No, I'm not saying they have to be together. I'm just saying they need somebody to be with them. Agreed. It's kind of like I I could never see uh, FTR separate. Yes, exactly. Both both good wrestlers just work better together. But yeah, with that being said, Balor is going to win. Balor's going to retain that one. But I think it should. It could be a really good match if they do strike for strike. It does. Um, we have the cruiserweight belt of Santos Escobar versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Mm. I mean, Swerve Swerve has been an in and out person with WWE with NXT. Sometimes he's in there, sometimes he's not. So I'm gonna lean towards uh, Escobar probably keeping it. But if he lost it and Swerve takes it, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but I think having to go down to pick one, I'd pick Escobar retaining. Um, I'm going to go with Escobar retaining, but I think it's going to be a fuck finish because, you know, Escobar and his boys are just... Right, just something like that will come out. Um, and then the only non-title match we have is uh, Kushida versus Velveteen Dream. All right, so I'm looking forward to this match. I like the two characters. Agreed. Uh, I like Angry Kushida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also agree. I mean, I'm going to give it to Kushida. Yeah. He's got more talent, more ability. I just love Dream and the character that he is. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm going to stick with Kushida. Uh, you know, just to be different, I'm going to go with Dream. Um, just so that we're not the exact same on every single match. So... But I could see either one winning it, to be all honest. And that, my friend, is episode 13. Editor's note, this is actually episode 15, and we are both wrong. We covered a lot. We led into what's coming up, um, which I think is good. And uh, I think we make a commitment to uh, come back and do episode 14, maybe, maybe, next week. So we're going to do two shows back to back. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Two shows. Two shows. Back to back. Back to back. Um, so you're welcome. Don't forget to follow us on all your socials. T3 Network. What's a social? Socials. Uh, T3 Network on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, the website, t3podcastnetwork.com. The email, triple T bag at gmail.com. And the phone number, 202 556 4433. And don't forget, folks, we love those ratings and reviews. The more times you rate us those big five stars and you say how great we are, uh, the more people that see us. But the beauty of it is if you actually give us a rating and type words in there to yeah. say stuff about us, mm-hmm. chops occur. Somebody else gets chops. Chops occur. So please do that because we please. want that to happen. Um, anything else going on in your life, John? You I mean, there's a lot going on there's in my life, but not I want to really Nothing share. that nobody cares about. Um, mm-hmm. Listen. Uh, I'm just going to say, politics aside, mm-hmm. I'm happy football's back. Yes. I have found myself going about five minutes into the first quarter mm-hmm. so that I miss all the pregame shit. Got it. Because got I it. don't want the drama of it. I understand. Uh, regardless of what you feel, believe, support, don't mm-hmm. support, I just, you get to be you. You get right. to pick that. Mm-hmm. I just choose to remain open. Right. I like so, it. That's a very political um, answer. And and same with like the debates. I mm. didn't watch the debates. Right. I right. read the the bullet points about it, mm-hmm. and I found that it was childish. And I really, I really want to see it be a we wrestling. Really match. need that bad lip reading on. Do that. you remember Celebrity Deathmatch, the show yes. on MTV with the claymation? Yes. I when I was listening to the sound bites mm-hmm. from both of them, that's... I was just 
this, all you need, that and some claymation people, and we're good to go. Good to go. So with that being said, that being said thanks for joining us, folks. We love you. Watch wrestling. It's a podcast. Podcast Network. Thoughts. Theories. Talk.